Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Overload. I am Peter, that is Matt. And every month, I pick a film that I love, Matt picks a film that he loves, and we put them up for a vote on patreon.com slash TV, and our patrons will pick which one we're going to do. And this month, they unfortunately voted for Matt's choice, which was The Lost Boys. <laughs> which I gave Pete a pick. He could either watch Sleepy Hollow or The Lost Boys, because he makes he puts together this whole thing. I just show up to talk. Um, and he, yeah. he 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 picked Lost Boys as he said it was the lesser of two evils. Is I mean, yeah. as the lesser of two evils. Um, I feared that either one would win, no matter what, though, because they're the sort of movies that people like. I hate them, but people yeah. like them. And yeah, what, what was it up against? We could have been sitting here talking about Flight of the Navigator, Matt. And I'd, oh I'd be, man, I'm a little bit sad about that one. Yeah, I I would happily be sitting here talking about Flight of the Navigator. I mean, I mean, hey. Um. Yeah, yeah. You picked Lost Boys over Sleepy Hollow, which I mean. Yeah, you keep you keep saying that though, but that's just because Sleepy Hollow's worse. <laughs> ah, my, it's a top Tim Burton movie. You don't have to like Tim Burton, and you can like Sleepy Hollow. It's. But I don't like Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I don't, and I, I see there's no pleasing you to quote uh, Doctor Evil. There's no pleasing me when the choice is Sleepy Hollow, The Lost Boys. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like a choice. Oh, that's too your choice. Oh, that's, yeah. to quote the angry video game there, do do a, you know, I'm, I'm neck deep in piss and someone's going to throw a bucket of shit on top of me. Do I dunk down and like be in the piss or do I stay up and take on the shit? That is the choice here for me. Uh, well, P is 99.9% sterile, whereas <laughs> shit is not, so you dunk. That's clearly what you do. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, Science. <laughs> Oh yeah, because that much thought went into it. Um, yeah. Alright, so good job with The Lost Boys. And I've probably already turned yeah. off most people who's clicked on this because like, wait, he hates yeah. The Lost Boys? What? Okay. Yeah. Now It's Joel Schumacher, your favourite Batman director. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> now, I mean, I like him more than Zack Snyder. But the point, yeah, the point wow. being... <laughs> look, so we start spoiler free as we always do. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we get to spoilers, right? I'll get that out of the way. Now... Now, here's a harsh word. I don't hate The Lost Boys, right? I just, I think it's overrated. I think it's very That's, overrated. That is fair. That I would totally, because it's not, like, it's a fun 80s movie. Like, it's it's hard, like, for me to take a hard line. Like, I can understand how people don't like certain 80s movies. Mm. But, I mean, like, I don't love it as much as I love, let's, let's say, Bill and Ted. But, like, I can't imagine anybody hating Bill and Ted, you know? Like... I didn't really like Bill and Ted, though. Yeah, but you didn't hate it. Okay, I didn't hate it, sure, but... Yeah. They, they fall into similar places for me, I guess. But I get but... it. You're, you're, you're a vamp... Like, I don't want to say you're a vampire guy. We do call you a vampire because of the odd hours you keep and lack of sunlight most days. Um, the day calls for it. The day calls for it, but... <laughs> So now here's the thing, right? I don't even necessarily think Lost Boys is a bad movie. There's just lots of things about the Lost Boys that really annoy me, like okay. really annoy me. So I, I did some research for this, uh, and I came across an article that suggests without the Lost Boys and the reintroduction of making vampires like cool and young and hip, there is no Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm so, sorry. What what version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer did everyone watch? Where the vampires were all hip and cool. What what, what version of the show were people watching? I'm just saying, up until this point, 
vampires were very Bella Lugosi, you know, prim and proper. Here, it makes them like, I don't want to say normal because they're vampires, but, you know, they could be anybody. There was this element of, you know, Keith Rosello in here, David, you don't know at the beginning. I, I mean, sure, you're watching a vampire movie. You're probably sure he's a vampire, but you don't pay him automatically as as one that's, you know, whereas you look at Bela Lugosi as Dracula and you're like, oh, yeah, that dude, that, that dude's up to something, you know? I hate this argument though, because just just because something only I mean I don't necessarily I don't think this is true to be honest. I don't think I think Buffy would quite happily exist even without the Lost Boys. I actually don't agree with that. But even if it did, let's even say Josh Bean came out and said no, I was inspired by the Lost Boys, which I don't think yeah. he's ever said. He has said he's inspired by Nate of the Comet, which I think is a very interesting comment. <laughs> that, that's strange, but I, I can see the the dynamics. Because of the lady lead, more, more than the, the, the what the actual gotcha. villain is, but gotcha. you, can, you can see where it comes from. Anyway. I hate that argument. I hate the idea. I, you know, I hate when people tell me, "Oh, well, you love Firefly. If Star Wars wasn't around, you wouldn't have Firefly." And I, I know that. I know Firefly wouldn't exist. Firefly is an answer to Star Wars, but right. I don't care. <laughs> I, and I say this. I think this is the difference between you and me. Where I, I try to look at things with a historical perspective. That's history is my, my niche. So I think that's pretty interesting that I could trace back vampire movies and oh, see sure. there's a definite change after Lost Boys to make vampires like sexy and cool and and not these old, you know, dusty guys and ladies. And for the know? record, while we're on this subject, Lost Boys was not even the best vampire movie of the year it came out. Okay, so what was better than Lost Boys? Near Dark Probably. is a much better film than Lost oh, Boys. So you see Near Dark. Is that the is that the vampire western? Vampire Western, Catherine Bigelow directing, it has like three cast members from Aliens in it. Adrian Pazdar as well. Huh. Bill Paxton Weird. is a gem in that movie. Absolute gem. Weird that, that James Cameron's wife would, would use actors that he used. <laughs> I don't know if they were married at the time, though. I don't think they were. You don't think so? Because I know... I want, I know, I, I want I to say that... he was married to Gail Ann Hurd at the time. Oh, uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't know the time. He's been married like four times, though, so I, I, I don't know what all these, these divorces I, I were. I just know that I had heard that uh, Sarah Connor in T2 was kind of based off of uh, Catherine Bigelow. The whole, you know, no nonsense, let's get this down. I have, yeah. like, you know what, I'm going to look it up, right? I'm just going to look up James Cameron Wikipedia. I want to know when he was married to who. Because he's had like four wives. Oh, so here we go. A, he's got a temper, so people keep leaving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he, I mean, he's James Cameron. All right, hold on. I, yeah, he's a complicated man. I would love a miniseries. No, I was King. I was right. No, this was this was pre Catherine oh. Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow okay. did not marry him until nineteen eighty nine. Okay, well, so it still could be true then that uh, that although that I wasn't I was incorrect. He's had five waves. He's on his fifth. <laughs> but to be to be fair though, to be fair, he's been married to this woman since two thousand. So this one's lasting. Whereas the rest oh. of them are all really short. Well, oh, it's because he's been so busy making you know four movies in twenty years. Like well, no. I, I wonder if it's to do with the fact that he's marrying people who aren't necessarily in um, the business. Oh no, this woman is actually an actress, apparently. But oh, I mean, whatever. But maybe he hasn't worked with her specifically, though. As opposed to Yelan Hurd, who was his producing partner, Catherine Bigelow, right. who is another director. I don't know if they ever actually worked together, admittedly. And Linda Hamilton obviously was in Terminator One too. But 
like anyway, why, why are we going down this path? This is your fault for making stupid I'm just, comments. I'm just bringing up an interesting comment that I found that I can I can see truth in. I can see that Whedon's like, oh man, you know these type of vampires versus you know a, a valley girl. Like I could see his gears turning. You know. Yeah, but the difference is, is Joss Whedon's characters are likable. Oh, tell me the Frog Brothers aren't likable. <laughs> They're the best part of the movie, I'll give you that. Here's here's another fun fact, since we're in the, the spoiler-free section, and I don't want to I don't want to go, you know, yeah. too down into the story hole, but uh, originally this was meant to be directed by Richard Donner. Uh, as you see, he produced this. Mm-hmm. And it was meant to be more like Goonies, and that the Lost Boys was a reference to the title characters and they're going to be like way younger they're going to be like nine ten years old uh going on an adventure and uh donner passed to go do something else i can't remember what it was and they brought in joel schumacher who decided to crank up the quote sexiness if you will um there's probably a weapon given the year yeah so um but yeah so i completely changed in you can still kind of see the Goonies vibe in the Frog Brothers, because they're almost from a different movie. By the time they show even, up, even like, Haim's character, who's like the main little yeah. brother, he he is acting far too young for his age in this movie. Yeah. And the way everyone talks to him and treats him, he's acting far too young for his age. There's a yeah. point where he's with his big brother, and his big brother's like you know caught the eye of the of his love interest, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks like a little brother who's like annoyed that his big brother's not paying attention to him, and I'm like, no, at that age he should be like equally gawking at her. Like, what? what yeah. You know what is this? Well, he should be like, you know, in in Goonies, where, where Mikey's kind of vying for the attention of Andy a little bit, even though she's totally in the brand. Oh sure, yeah. You know? But he, yeah. he 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 he's acting like he's like eight, but he's actually like thirteen, yeah. fourteen, or whatever age he is. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting uh, thing, and I could totally see Schumacher not addressing any of that in the script him just going out we'll shoot it like it is because uh, schumacher's that type of director i think we've talked about him before you know back in the in, incarnation of mm. 1.21 where he doesn't really have a style like you don't look at something and go oh that's a joel schumacher movie because his movie choices are all over the place oh yeah they're all very different none of them really yeah. feel because you know, there's thing. there's the lost boys and there's batman forever and there's falling down like none of those movies are the same. Well, I guess you can say Batman Forever and Lost Boys, but you know, there's not many similar qualities in those. Yeah. No, I so yeah. So we're arguing your stupid point about this being responsible for Buffy. I I dispute that mm-hmm. <laughs> extremely. Um, and I don't really care that much though. I mean, honestly, like, okay, sure, that that made vampires like normal everyday people. Um. I, I don't think that's as important though as necessarily as, as everything else that's in Buffy. But I mean, we'll get off this topic. Oh because... no, neither do I. But I can just see where this started the wave and then Buffy crested it. You know what I mean? Like I can I can see I can see the comparison with the Buffy movie more than the show though. Yeah. The Buffy right, but the, the Buffy movie feels like it's more in the vein of this than it, than yeah. it does anything else. I mean, just like Paul Rubens in that movie, you know? Yeah. But I would say that the Buffy movie is as equally forgettable as this is. True. I mean, when I say Buffy, I'm just meaning the overall, as she's become a pop culture, you know, like it made monsters like cool versus the, you know, think about it before that. Did it? I think so. Like, 
That's not really what that. I think about when I think of Buffy. See, I do. That's what I think of the monsters and the and Xander and his witty remarks and whatnot. And like, it made it light and fun. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I disagree I'm with not how a you. Buffy scholar. Yeah, I think I think I disagree so... with how you see Buffy. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, I've only seen the show once in, in some random reruns, I mean, so it's not like. I mean, Spike's kind of cool and. Angel, I guess. I mean, but Angel's the kind of this mopey, broody guy. I don't really see him as Angel cool. only gets interesting once he gets his own show. That's, you know, once he goes off to LA and starts Angel Investigations, then I'm into Angel. But... Yeah, but I just, I don't like anything else in the show, though. I can't think of a single big bad who was, who was cool. The mayor. The mayor was super cool. He was not, no, he's great, but he's not cool. He was cheesy. He's- he, yeah. he 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 was he was a dad. It was, was like it was it was full of bad dad jokes. That's what the mayor was. He was, he was evil filled Dumphy. Uh, under no circumstance is that cool. <laughs> um, yeah, then then it gets murky because that's the last thing I really remember. Because then I stopped watching the show as frequently yeah. after the main and Faith. Faith was cool. You gotta give me Faith. She's not a monster though. Oh yeah, she is. No, no, the context. We're just talking about them. Uh, <laughs> true. I'll give you that one. Oz. Oz was cool. All right. Tell me he wasn't a monster. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. No, he, be- he became a werewolf. Okay. It's a bit of a stretch, but I'll yeah. I'll concede that. But the point I'm making is, though, is when you think of Buffy, I don't actually think of it made monsters cool. I, I can't really... Or, or, or it was even in that genre of, oh, all the monsters are kind of cool and sexy. Like, it never really felt like that. They had a, a, a praying mantis woman that would eat the heads off of, of, of a teen boys that she would sleep with. Yeah, that, that wasn't that sexy. Well, that's what they were going for. <laughs> <laughs> Sex was a huge part of that one. Yeah, of, of that individual episode. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, Matt! I don't, let's get off Buffy because I, 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 yeah. I, I feel like I brought it up to have a. I only brought that up because I thought that this was just going to be Pete going. Yeah, this was a movie. I didn't like it, so I needed to bring. I needed to bring a a icebreaker, if you will, into this, <laughs> and it and it's worked because we're sitting at like fourteen minutes now, like. <laughs> Yes, yes, but Billy talked about the movie because you brought your icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so no, no, we we talk. Uh, Lost Boys, directed by Joel Schumacher. Yes, that's the one. That's the one we yeah. watched, unfortunately. And um, starring Jason Patrick, who, funnily enough, I, as I pointed out to my wife as we were watching this last night, uh, last movie we did was Speed, and then Jason Patrick was brought in to replace Keanu Reeves in Speed Two. Oh, was that so him? That was, oh. Yeah, that was him. Fancy that. Uh, Other than that, I don't know what happened to Jason Patrick. I know he showed up on Entourage, uh, but other than that... Yeah, you said that name as if I should know who that is, and I'm like, oh, I guess that's the main guy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's Michael. Yeah. One of your idiots from Bill and Ted were in this as well. They were the vampires. Yes, yep, yep. The the one who's not Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Yeah, it was Bill. uh, Alex Winter. (laughs) Who's had, who's gone on to become a, uh, I talked about this on the Bill and Ted episode, but he's become quite the documentary director. Um, so I'm still looking forward to Bill and Ted 3. I know it kind of fell through, but my fingers are crossed. Yeah. Um, 
So what do I like about this movie? I mm. kind of hate the vampires. I hate. Mm. I hate. I, do you know what? I've never been a fan of the vampires flying around bullshit. So, so you like them either to be like man bat vampires, where they they're self propelled, you know, self propelled flight because they're giant bats, versus just like the I can hover and levitate type. I would rather neither, to be honest. Okay. Alright, alright. Just, just not fly. Vampires don't need to fly. There's enough stuff going on. And if they are going to fly, then yeah, turn into a bat. But even that feels goofy to me. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that that trope. But like this this stuff in this movie where it's this POV shot of like something flying in the sky and like yeah. coming down to swoop at people. I'm just yeah. like, uh eh, I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling it. It that it has not aged well, particularly. No. Uh, they feel very, very over the top camp. Uh, versus scary. Like, I don't... There's very little in this movie I would deem scary. Just consider the fact that I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies as a kid, but this was on... This one was perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I wouldn't call this a horror movie, really. It's just a... Yeah. It's a, it's a early oh. teen-friendly movie that happens to have vampires on yeah, it. Yeah, More than like, anything else. This, this was in the steady rotation with, like, Monster Squad and Goonies. So... And I feel like there's parts of Monster Squad that are more scary... Than anything in, in Lost Boys. I don't remember anything that being scary either, but I, I, I'm not someone who really defines things being scary. I, what, I mean, me and Tim do a horror movie show, and we never mm-hmm. talk about how something, or I don't think we ever do. We don't think we don't really think about things as this scary, because it's not really how we view horror movies. Um, oh, see, that, that, that's my first prism for, for horror movies, is if they're scary or not. If I get a good jump out of it. Well, this, is, this is the thing, though, but so many horror movies that probably would make you jump don't really scare me. And I don't necessarily use that as a qualifier as to it. Well, no, but you... you, How old were you when you watched Commando for the first time? Oh, probably like five, but... Yeah. What's so, your point? Like, I'm just saying, you, you have a different <laughs> threshold when it comes to to movie. Well, than, yeah, but, no, but Matt, do. what I'm saying here, you though, know? is I can't use that as a barometer of quality because, to me, it's not something that happens that often. If 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 my if my if my barometer for a horror movie was is it scary or not, then I'd like almost none of them. Oh jeez. And that's not true. I love no. I love tons of them. They don't have to scare me to be good. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's a qualifier either. I'm just saying, like, as as a young kid, this wasn't one that my parents were like, "Oh, he can't watch that because there's vampires in it," you know. Like, yeah, no, but you were you were bringing up the how there's nothing in this that's really scary. But you said Monster Squad did have scary stuff. Um, yeah, but my my complaints I, about this would not be that it's not scary. Or is it? No, I'm just I was just using that as a perspective for for vampire movies and like again the frame of reference where I'm coming from that this was this was worked in there like this was okay whereas Monster Squad was on the line of okay not okay you know that's like mom's not home go ahead watch monster squad that's what that one was you know so that's just as a personal frame of reference because when you think vampires you're thinking at least i think you know there's got to be some gore they drink blood you know yeah i i don't like vampires in this i don't like um the campiness of it um it, it doesn't really work for me too much. I feel very similar to this, the same way I do Fright Night, the original Fright Night, which I'm not a big fan of either. Uh, it's that, that campy 80s vampire yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah, I didn't I, see Fright Night until I saw the remake, and I actually kind of preferred the the remake. I thought it was a better made movie. Yeah, I never saw the remake, but the yeah. 
the uh, yeah. So I I much prefer Near Dark. Cause I much I think Near Dark's a much more serious take, and it's not so much that it doesn't have any humor in it, or it doesn't have any levity, or 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 it's just dead serious the whole time. But they actually have menace. They actually have presence. Whereas in this, they're just kind of goofy villains that are there for the sake of the the, the plot. Um, and you know, I don't really like. Um, I don't know. The, 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 I feel there's a lot of leaps that are taken in this movie where it's like. Oh. Big time. Where it's like people just know things about vampires, or like at one point I was questioning where do these two brothers get all this holy water from that they're filling up a bathtub with? Like, uh-huh. where, where's that coming from exactly? <laughs> What's going on? There's 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 a lot of leaps that I never noticed before, just in the story and how quick the story moves. Because because the, the movie starts off, you have these two boys move from Phoenix with their mom. Uh, the mom's divorced from the dad, so they move in with grandpa. Grandpa lives up in Northern California in this town called Santa Carla. And the amount of time that it takes Michael, who's the older brother, to get ingratiated to the to like basically the local biker gang of these young hoodlums mm. takes like six minutes of movie time. You know? Yeah, like, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. And then and I understand that's to get the, the plot started, but there's nothing really there either. It's you know, is Michael becoming a vampire? Is this what's going on? You know, what's strange thing is for, who's the lead vampire? You know, and that's the central mystery. But it moves almost too fast. Yeah. Like, this is an hour and a half movie that could have been two. That, that, that's another thing I'm not really a big fan of is the whole head vampire thing and that'll fix everyone else in the in the coven or mm-hmm. whatever you call it, the, the, the pack, yeah. the family, whatever it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, there's... there's, there's it's just lots of, there's lots of annoying vampire tropes in this that I just really don't like, and it really bugs me. I, I think uh, Corey Haim's character is kind of annoying. I think he's a little douchebag, um, who, like I say, acts in a, like inappropriately young most of the time until he's just been a little asshole, and it just it feels like there's there's no nothing to really latch on to. I feel like the big brother is just kind of your typical kind of quiet, cool guy that they're going for. He's not very likable mm-hmm. or interesting. Um, Keith Keith Sullivan in this. Eh, like I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I mean, he's himself. Like I feel there's very little they asked the director asked him to do other than be like, just just be yourself, it, Kiefer. Do you know what? It reminded me of the Smallville episode where Whitney gets in and uh, gets involved with this group of uh, criminals who steal things because they inject themselves with kryptonite tattoos so they can walk through walls or be invisible or something like that it reminded me a lot of that episode it's like them initiating them and do, putting them through all these like prank yeah. things and then eventually mm-hmm. him becoming one of them it, it reminded yeah. me of that bizarrely and obviously i'm not saying that copied that because smallville was later i'm just saying right. that the uh, i don't know i'm saying i'm saying that this type of plot just kind of bugs me <laughs> and i'm not that into right. it it's not well no, handled that, that's fair uh, no that's fair i just you know i do enjoy the humor that, that's it. That's why I, I love the Frog Brothers because I, it took till this rewatch to realize that um, Corey Feldman's basically doing a Sylvester Stallone Rambo impersonation the entire movie. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh, I never never really realized that before and then I put two and two together. But, but yeah, they, they come on real quick. I would have liked more time for them. But no, I, I enjoy the campiness aspects of it. I... The stuff that you don't like with the story, I do. You know, the whole initiation and this whole what's going on in Santa Carla. Because as they pull in behind the sign, it says murder capital of of the world, you know, in graffiti. 
um, behind the Welcome to Town billboard. And throughout the opening montage or sequence, you see all these like missing people posters plastered everywhere. And, you know, if it's an epidemic, how come this town doesn't act like it? Uh, I love the questions it poses. Now, the answer is, on the other hand, that's that's a whole other problem because they still don't really answer that. Like, is it just is it just these vampires? Are there more? Is there a vampire sitting on the city council keeping it quiet? You know, it almost I also could see, you know, I brought up Buffy, but definitely True Blood without without uh, Lost Boys. I don't feel like True Blood ever happens, you know, like the book series or anything like that. I think that's more of a fair comparison. I, I can see that. Um, I can see that. I I don't know. There's just there's so much about this movie that annoys me. And it's not so much that it's it's objectively bad. Like I, I think it's a mediocre yeah. movie overall, just in terms of its construction or whatever. But it it it's full of these things that just kind of bug me personally. The 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 the, the way that it's trying to be cool, which is kind of I think what bugs me the most about your comment about oh Buffy being vampires killing that is like one of the things I like about Buffy is that it doesn't do that. I I hate the cool vampire thing, um, quite a bit. Uh, I hate the vampires in this with a passion. Uh, I, I just I, I don't enjoy them as a menace. I don't enjoy them as as, as interesting characters. Um, I, I would cut out the older brother. I'd cut that entire thing out. I'd have it just be about. I mean, probably what Donner was going to do, where it was just the younger characters who were hunting a vampire. Yeah. Um, I I could totally see that. It probably probably actually there's a movie I watched this year called Summer of '84, which is about mm-hmm. a group of young kids about sort of the 14ish age range, where they think one of their neighbors is a is a serial killer. And it's about them trying to investigate that, and that's what the movie's about. And it's handled pretty well. It gets quite dark as it yeah. goes on as well. Um, I need to see that one. That uh, one. That one's been escaping me. It's, it's pretty I'm, damn good uh, once yeah. it gets going. And yeah. I feel like that's maybe something that if they'd focus... Because the one moment in this movie where I kind of get into it a little bit more, although I feel mm-hmm. like it was then completely ruined when it actually went through with it, is the idea that, okay, once all the plot had been set up, and it was like, okay, we have mm-hmm. we have antagonize the vampires they're coming after sundown we have to prepare the house yep. for a siege i was like, oh yeah yeah this is what i like about 80s movies like this i like this idea of them being proactive and setting up the plan and waiting for that big final fight i like that stuff a lot the actual final fight when they get there though i didn't really like that much but oh, um, I'm, I'm a fan of that whole sequence no i just like the yeah. final fight with david and in, in particular i just thought was laughably bad i i was not into it at all yeah but see, again, that's where I enjoy the campiness of it. And I don't know if Schumacher was going for it or if it just has become campy as time goes on. Mm. Goes on. But I just, from from the antlers and and all of that stuff, I, like, I, I enjoy it. It's not so much that there can't be any campiness to vampires for me, because I think even Buffy does have some campiness uh, here mm. or there. But it's always very self-aware campiness. It's always... It's always just yeah. the right amount, whereas I feel like this is just super campy. It's just like campy turned yeah. up to 11. Uh, there's nothing about it I can take seriously. At least in Buffy, when there's a campy vampire element, the actual character plot that it'd be like involved in would maybe have more of a dr- more dramatic weight to it. And it would maybe... The, the, the funniest of the campiness would actually be kind of making a point or, or it'd be, uh, you know, may- maybe at least easing up the tension of everything else that's going on emotionally. There'd be a use for it in some way. Whereas this, like, I don't really care about the characters. I don't really care about what's going on. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't care about the love interest or the younger vampire that she cares about. Um, also, what the hell was with the the rock concert thing towards the start with the guy who's like wearing like just underwear on stage? Uh, it's Joel Schumacher. I 
I don't know. This is the man that put nipples on the bat suit. So, like, yeah, saxophone. Like, that is the most jack saxophonist I've ever seen. Yeah, and he spent more time singing than he did playing saxophone. Playing saxophone, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah they, were, they were really into that for some for some reason. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Everyone was like... I, just... I, I don't know either. I, I do like the soundtrack for the most part, though. Like, the Lost Boys theme, Cry Little Sister... Yeah, that's, no, that's not bad. Creepy. I'll, I'll give you the song. Uh, the song's not bad. Yeah, and there's a there's a cover of that Doors song when you're strange that plays at the beginning. I don't think that's the Doors. At least it doesn't sound like them. But I I like that. That sets the the tone for the movie. Uh, I don't feel like the movie lives up to that that missing persons um, type of vibe with that song. But but yeah, I think the soundtrack is really good. Um, trying to think yeah the frog brothers i jason patrick i think is fine like he's he's the the angsty moody older brother you know from the start and him turning into a vampire i don't think changes too much i think we get some nice comedic elements from him and his brother uh you know because there's that scene as he's trying to you know his younger brother's trying to call mom and whatnot and he's Mm -hmm. floating outside so uh, that gives me a chuckle but but yeah all right. Well, I'll give the spoiler warning then. I think just so we can yeah. talk about things a bit more freely. So, full mm-hmm. spoilers. Um, yeah, I hate the twist at the end. <laughs> I'll just I'll, I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> so, so funnily enough, uh, have you seen most of the episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, I've seen a lot of them when I was a kid, but I mean, I, okay. it's been a while. So there's a werewolf episode that completely rips this off. That entire scene at dinner where they invite Max over, they think Max, you know, is the mom's suitor is the head vampire and they, you know, they make him eat garlic and, you know, there's a scene in an episode of, are you afraid of the dark where they do that, but with werewolf stuff instead of vampire. And, uh, when I was younger, I had seen that first and then this, and I thought lost boys are ripping off. Are you afraid of the dark? I got really upset. Um, and then as you know, when you get older, you realize that, you know, this predates, are you afraid of the dark by quite a number of years. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know why you'd even get upset at it though. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I, you know, authenticity uh-huh. has always been a big thing with me, even even as a youngin. Yeah, because that's uh, the other thing. They never explain really how he actually passed all those tests, did they? Well, yeah, they did. Yeah, he says that, which which goes against every vampire lore I've ever heard, where he goes, "Oh, if you invite me in, none of that works." So basically, you're saying well, that, that was the explanation. Vamp- yeah, 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 he goes because you invited me in. I have no weaknesses. Oh, Bill. Which, if that's the case, yeah. Which that has never sat well with me. Um, but you feel that was just a lazy write around for them to get around that. Uh, but, yeah, it was a lazy yeah. way for the twist to be like dispelled yeah. early on, so that it could mm-hmm. go gotcha at the end, and it's like, nah, piss uh-huh. off. Um, nah, so yeah, because it's, it's the guy that our, their mum's kind of starting to date. He mm-hmm. turns out to be the lead vampire, um, and the the grandfather comes in and you know with a truck and all the big wooden stakes and it kills them and that's kind of yeah. how the movie ends I, now, that's my favorite part of the movie is the the, the final line with with grandpa mm. just because no one bothered to ask him about him because so grandpa comes in saves the day kills that lead vampire and just goes you know that's the thing about santa carla is all the damn vampires and then the movie just ends and it's just again that that begs more questions and, uh, you know, when I was gone earlier in the month, 
we drove through Santa Cruz, which they used that whole boardwalk is the Santa Cruz boardwalk, which I never realized until now watching it uh, that I was walking through that same spots. But the entire time we were in Santa Cruz, I kept quoting that to my wife, to which she got so tired of hearing it. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, bar none favorite, which and that, that's another funny thing is that uh, I watched Blossom in the 90s and that was Grandpa Buzz. So to see him play this crazy grandpa that you know was a hippie and is probably out back, you know, doing things was just a weird thing to experience. If I, I'm in the final lines, whatever. I don't really care. Oh man, <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. This is the problem. You, you pick something you don't intentionally know I don't like, um, and I, I just like. It's not one that I can deconstruct and say, here's why it's a film. I, I think it's just a thoroughly generic movie through and through that I rushes through its, that, that rushes through its plot beats. I, I don't like most of the characters. Uh, I, I don't think it's... it's um, I don't think it's got any charm. It wants to have charm. It's trying very hard oh, to have see, charm. I, dis- I disagree there. I find this movie very charming. Oh, God, no. I find there's a lot... Yeah, there's a lot to like here. Not like, it's not, like, the best movie. Like, it's not, you know... It might be in my, my top vampire movies, but I haven't seen a lot of vampire movies, to be fair. So, I this would know. even be in my top twenty vampire movies. Oh no, I, I don't expect it to be. You, you've seen far more, <laughs> far more horror twinge movies than I have. Well, you've seen more movies than I have, just in sure. general. But like, know, but I, but yeah. Oh, I I have never understood the fascination with this, and it and it typically, obviously, this is not this is not a play to you, but I feel like. Mm-hmm. More often than not, when I meet a fan of this movie, typically it's because they think some of the people in it are hot. It usually, it tends to be, tends to be ladies who love the Feldmans or love uh, the main was Patrick. Like you know, Jason Patrick. They'll, they'll be into the into the into the hunks. And yeah. um, I, I do you know how like if I like movies because I thought an actress was hot? Do you know how many movies I'd like? True. <laughs> that that this is uh no I hate it. I don't. I well, mean, no. I, I, like I started off. I, I started off saying I don't lie. hate it. I just think it's really mediocre, and that's true. But when I start talking about why other people like it, I hate it. <laughs> I get that. I get that because I get that with certain comic books. I get that with certain TV shows. You know, like I don't. I don't have an opinion of it, like here or there. But then when I hear someone going on about it and they like the things that annoy me, it makes me not like it. I mean, Doctor Who was like that forever. You know, mm. I was just like, okay, we get it. Timey, why me? Blah, 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 blah. You know? Um, but yeah. And I, I am fussy with vampires. There's a lot of vampire like movies and media that I just hate. Like, I, I hate certain interpretations of vampires. Um, you love Twilight, right? I piss off. And that's, that's the thing. Like, Twilight wouldn't exist without Buffy. If, if, but if Buffy wasn't there to, sure. to, to, to rip off, like, Twilight wouldn't exist. True. Um, and I don't hate Buffy See, I that. feel like Twilight takes what what even lost boys did by making like sexy vampires and it takes it to the nth degree and it makes vampires unlike makes them uninteresting and i feel like the vampires here there's there's something about them i don't know if it's just i'm reading too much into the peter panness of them and the title of the lost boys you know but it, there's a peter pan quality that kind of gets lost i feel in in parts of the script Whereas with with Twilight, and as I've seen too much Twilight, there's just there's nothing there for me. Uh, I just I don't know. It's, it's just not my type of vampire. The 
they're just they're starting off there. I don't like the characters. I like the vampire. I don't think any of the movies particularly well uh, shot or atmospheric. You don't like anything in the in the the vampire lair, like uh-uh. the set design. There, not really. Not really. Like, oh, I love that. It, it, I just it, love it. It just it feels like such a, a typical movie set to me. Ah, oh, see, that's why I like it. I like it because it only exists in the movies, you know. Like, and and it's the same thing because actually, if you want to compare it to Buffy, the Master's layer is not that different mm-hmm. from this. Um, but I do think the Master was one of the weakest villains in Buffy and had the cheesiest kind of setup. And um, that's something Buffy outgrew after its after its first yeah. season. Yeah, well, it didn't need to do the, the whole freak of the week, you know, like it was doing. Um. With the, with the vampire, with the the master, I don't call him the vampire master. You can just call him the master. He's just the master. It's, yeah. it's there. I, yeah. It's just it's um, I don't know. It, I'll probably hey, where get... was the where was the master's letter? Was it in a in a in a sinkhole? Yeah, it was an underground like church that had went down an earthquake. Ah, oh, see, I gotta rewatch Buffy. I gotta get on this. Yeah. Because I totally forgot that. I knew it was underground, but I didn't realize it was a church, or I don't remember. That it was a, yeah. a church that it had done. And Sunny, Sunnydale was meant to be up in Northern California, right? I think so, Or is it yeah. just anywhere California? Like, because there's a Sunny Vale up there, but... I, I, can't, I can't remember yeah. specifically if it was just California in general or Northern California, but yeah. definitely California. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, have not, I have nothing interesting else to add to this. I don't really think I do. I just... <laughs> I... I, I I dislike it. I, this, is, this is one of the things is that when you when you suggest certain movies like this, Matt, I'm like, not only do I not want to watch it, I, I genuinely worry for what the conversation is going to be at the end. Yeah. Because Again, that's why I, I did some research so we can get more legs out of this. Because because yeah. it's not like the Halloween remake where I despise that, but like I have, yeah. like, I, I could write a a, a, Venom. a dissertation yeah. this, about yeah. what's wrong with that movie. This yeah. is not a movie that has that many things wrong with it on an objective level. I just dislike most of the things about it <laughs> and then i dislike it more because people seem to love it for some reason and it's exactly what i don't want in vampire movies um <laughs> and if you like it like it love it love it away i don't care it's yeah. really it's really fine but i yeah. i just no near dark's better that's fine i need to watch near dark but put that put that up for about one time near dark's a and, much better movie uh, um yeah. buffy's obviously much better i mean buffy's Better than most vampires. Well, once, once I get caught up on all my all my shows that I need to catch up on, I might start a Buffy rewatch. Oh dear! My wife's never seen it. Like she's seen a couple episodes here or there, but oh. uh, and even the last season I missed quite a quite a bit of episodes. Hmm. So need to need to rectify that. Um, so okay, we'll talk about this offline. So I was gonna ask you how to watch it. Do, oh, do sure. I intersperse Angel? Do I watch Angel by itself? Oh, you intersperse yeah. absolutely. Okay. When you get to that point, you intersperse. Gotcha. Um, so it's essentially a twelve-season watch rather than a yeah. seven-season watch, but that's what right. you're doing. Um, but yeah, lo and behold, we talked more about Buffy this episode than we did about mm-hmm. Lost Boys because yeah. Buffy's much more interesting than Lost Boys. Again, you you could we could have talked about Sleepy Hollow, where and you could have just hated it because it's Tim Burton, and <laughs> you know you could have been like objectively this movie was poorly made, but we'll never know. Well, no, because that's the thing. It's not that Tim Burton's a poor director necessarily. I just really hate his style. I hate his art choices. Yeah. I hate. So I think we'd be in a similar boat there, to be honest. I, I don't think so. I think I think the venom that you have for Burton would have come out. I definitely feel names would have been called. Yeah. 
No. Like, no, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, I think this is one of the worst reviews we've ever done because I've just been sat here and been petty and and complained about stuff. And I, yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, it's the internet, isn't it? Yeah. Being petty and complaining about yeah, stuff. Yeah, but our standards are usually higher than this, Matt. Usually usually yeah. the conversation is better. Yeah. Usually there's analysis going on. Usually there's... I really thought, given the choice, you would have picked Sleepy Hollow over the Lost Boys. I really thought that. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. Lesson like learned. It. Lesson to me has been learned. That don't let Pete make the decisions. That let you're not supposed to give me a choice, but you're supposed to just pick something. But you're like, I can't pick. You pick one of my two options. I I know. I know. It was it was a a, what's that called? A dead man's switch, where if you let go, you blow up. What's that called? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's like I, I know that if in 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 action movie tropes where the where the bomber has a bomb that if he gets shot and lets go of it. Everyone's gonna go. I think that's called a dead man switch. Yeah. That's kind of what this was. I think the other thing is, is that for anything in this movie that is something that I kind of like about eighties movies, I've seen another ten eighties movies do it better. I doubt that you've seen eighties uh, movie do Jamie Gertz better than here. Who? Jamie Gertz. Who's she that? was the oh, star. The uh, oh, the girl. Uh, yeah. What? What? The the, the attractive love interest was kind of mysterious. Yes, I've seen other movies do that better. I don't, I don't know, but none of them were Jamie Gertz, so... Yeah, <laughs> I had such a crush on her growing up. Well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe Matt only likes us because he thinks someone's hot. Maybe I was incorrect in that earlier assessment. I did say that's why I like most Ryan Gosling movies. I got trampled over. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is dreamy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't like it. This, this is a terrible review. I, I have nothing really insightful to say. I just don't like it. <laughs> that's yeah. basically the sum of it. Here's his proof of Pete can be petty. For as much as he likes to stay up in his ivory tower. Hey, for, mo- for most things, I think I do a good job. But there's a few things where do. I'll get petty. You do, but it's this is a nice reminder that you are human. You're not a robot <laughs> or a vampire. And that everyone has a limit. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's no way this review was worse than Under the Skin. Because no way. No, no, I think it is because under the skin, at least I was trying to analyze it and like sort of deconstruct yeah. what the movie was. Right, because you're 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 like, no, idiot, you didn't get it. This is what was going on. <laughs> I never That's said that. I never said no, those words. But I've been recording with you long enough. I know your tones. <laughs> Look, there may have been an implication, but I never said those yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> high ground, yeah. maintaining the high ground. So, so Pete. Yes. This is this is probably this is like ripping the the bandaid off. Uh huh. Because I got to know your score. Like a four. You, he's saying it's mediocre. So to me, your mediocre is somewhere between four and five. Yeah, it's like a four, four point five for me. Something there. Okay. It's not terrible. It's not the worst thing ever. It's just really annoying to me. I just don't like anything that it does. Also, actually, we can't stop without talking, having this conversation. Matt, explain to me the comic book conversation early on in this film about Batman 14 only having four copies. Explain that. I don't know. That makes no sense. And, and then he picks up an issue in Action Comics and says, oh, you can't put the Superman in the 200s next to the 8. I'm like, no, nothing in this bro, makes sense. Bro, I, I, I did when I was a younger uh, kid. I did pop for when he would bring up Red Kryptonite because you never really heard about that stuff. You know, even before like Smallville. But here, I'm just like, no, man, you don't understand comic book numbering whatsoever. You need to step out of that comic book store and leave those boys alone. Yeah. Or even the way he says, oh, I'm looking for Batman 14, and Corey Feldman goes, 
That's a serious comic. I'm like, shut up. Whoever wrote this dialogue has never yep. read a comic book in their goddamn yep. life. <laughs> yeah, also that comic book store is a monstrosity. <laughs> Everything looked out of order. Nothing had any, you know... That's because like, they probably just got a bunch of comics and put them up on the wall as quickly as possible yeah. for the set. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in storyline, it's also two brothers running it, and their parents are probably off doing whatever else, you know? Mm. So, but yeah... Oh dear. Um, so 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 you scored it. Uh, I have to score it. And now now it's like, oh, do I do I do I give it a naturally high score because I enjoy the campiness of it? <sighs> but no, I mean this is like a, a six point five. I do enjoy it. If it's on TV, I I sit and watch parts of it. But this is the first time I've watched it straight through. <laughs> Man, in, the in premise. Years. The premise of this show. Is to pick something you love so that it can be yeah. pit against something I love. I <laughs> I do love this movie, oh, but everything about it. I hate I hate this coolness to try to go for. It's just so feels so fabricated. I don't like it. I think they're cool. I went and bought a leather jacket Stripping right after this. Campy vampires, POV flying shots, uh Keith Keith like hamming it up and like, you know, chewing the scenery. So Let's do a bit of, of fan fan service, I guess you could call it. What is your favorite movie vampire? Let let the people know. Movie vampire? Yeah. Take take Buffy out of it, right? I think that movie va- has to be from a movie. Wait, vampire movie or movie vampire? There's a difference. Movie vampire. Probably Klaus Kinski's Nosferatu. So so you're you're okay. So are you saying Count Orlock, or are you saying? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Shadow of a Vampire. You're okay. You're talking about the one in the the, the remake. Seventy nine. Um, yeah. And the original, the they called and the original silent film, they called it Count Orlock because it, they couldn't get the 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 the, so the rights. But Dracula became public domain. So in the seventy nine version, he's still called Dracula. Oh. But oh, I am okay. I am referring to him as Nosferatu because that's gotcha. what the movie's called. Well, when you said that, I it. it I was on Klaus Kinski. That's not he's he wasn't the original actor. Then I started thinking maybe you meant the the one with Malkovich, and then I got confused and I went, Oh no, there's the Werner Herzog Nosferatu. Yeah, Werner Herzog Nosferatu. Yeah. Not my favorite yeah, vampire yeah. movie, but probably my favorite movie vampire. Alright, well, well well give me your favorite vampire movie then. Oh let the right one in. Easy. Okay, well duh. I knew that. <laughs> Should have been surprised. Let the right one yeah. in. Near dark. A girl walks home alone at night. That there's your there's your good vampire movies. Vampire in Brooklyn. Piss off. No. <laughs> no, that's actually worse than Lost Boys. Even even ten year old me knew that movie was terrible. That's ten year old me like terrible things. So. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, obviously, classics. The original Dracula is pretty enjoyable and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't like that Dracula. one. That one's terrible. Keanu. I love Keanu, but no. I, just, I, I think the pacing in that movie is horrendous, so I think it ruins everything that's going on in that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's probably others that I'm forgetting, but that, those are the ones that, that, that spring No, to my mind. favorite vampire movies is Dracula Dead and Loving It. I'm a sucker for Mel Brooks. He had Mel Brooks and vampires. Even Mel Brooks fans hate that movie, Matt. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Probably because I watched it with my, with my great-grandpa before he passed. Mm. I have good memories. But, God, he loved Mel Brooks. So... 
All right, let's, let's put this, this miserable review out of its misery, shall we? No, that's right. Uh, this, is, this has been kind of a review of Lost Boys, although um, but it's a bit of a shambles in that sense. Uh, do not judge our quality by this review. Check out all the other stuff we review from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, all the movies on Influx and Gigawatts and everything else. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so the winner of the next vote, which I think will be a much more interesting conversation, is Assault in Precinct 13, the John Carpenter original film. So that's the next overload mm-hmm. coming up. Um, for the month of November, this is actually October's episode late because Matt was moving house last month and a bunch of other things getting in the way yep. and caused delays and whatnot. Um, the ripples, which are still being felt, and other stuff as well. But um, so look forward to that. Uh, let us know what you think of Lost Boys in the comments below. Tell me how wrong I am. Go on, I'm waiting for it. I'm I'm expecting it all. Um, hit, hit me with it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 tweeting this at Jake because Jake loves this movie. And uh, he also is like a dog with a bone once he gets his mindset to something. So, yeah. Well, it's pish. She's got bad taste. All right. As moving on, uh, guys, on Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV, if you want to be a part of the voting uh, for the next one, um, you can do that over there. Um, we've not decided on what the both options are yet. Although Matt did pick his, but we'll keep it keep it silent for now since we don't know yeah. both of them. And that'll be up soon uh, at the five dollar tier. But the one dollar tier, of course, if you want to support us uh, for one dollar, that's amazing as well. Um, you get these episodes a week early. You get some other stuff early. You get a few extra things here or there as well. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate to keep watching movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.